the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today's podcast is literally about thriving. Are you ready to live the Ayurvedic lifestyle in 2021? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, and we're back. And we're here to welcome you into 2021. Uh, so 2020 was an interesting year, but we actually really thrived throughout the entire year of 2020. Uh, we were able to get a lot of things done that we needed to do. We focused on stuff that we could really get into and create. Uh, our yoga group yoga classes went to nothing, but instead of whining about that or bitching about it, we actually went into finding other ways of creating yoga and bringing it to people in different ways. Yes, and it was actually extremely rewarding uh, and uh, extremely surprising because it, it was actually the very first time that at least myself, I felt that the connection with the students was at an, a lot deeper level than before. Uh, I, I enjoyed the teaching like in a completely different way than uh, before. I know we uh, the teacher training actually really yes, excelled exactly excelled yes. for us yeah. because we were preparing ourselves and actually for the last several years into uh, being ready for online teacher training. Yes. So when we were allowed to do online teacher training, it actually was like opening up the floodgates yes, for us. Exactly. And the students were really, really thirsty for it. Yeah. So it was, it was very rewarding. Uh, it still is, <laughs> both ways. <laughs> but I'm just talking about like how surprised I was. Yeah. And I actually know that uh, at least from when we were doing in-person teacher training yeah. compared to now teacher training, Completely different. Completely different dynamics. Yep. I, can't, I can't even describe it. And, and I actually believe that the teachers that are going through our training now yeah. are actually getting so much more yes. out of it because of where we were able to take this. Yes. So instead of us sitting in front of them for 8 yeah. to 14 hours a day, yeah. we're actually giving them information first. Yes. They look at it, they read yeah. it, they hear it because it's all on video and yeah. everything. And we get to see their progress, and exactly. then we talk to them after they've watched it, after yes. they've studied it. Yeah. And so after it, they've taught others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's actually been a really good yeah. feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doing teacher training again, yeah. I almost was starting to almost burn out from some of the people that were going through the training. Yes. Uh, that uh, it was it almost felt like to me, anyways, that I that we lost what. Yoga. Teaching what yoga was about. What yoga was about, exactly. And this year actually gave me back the want to teach. Yes. And the other thing that I am extremely surprised by and I feel thrilled 
is that you know how you said for us it was a really great year and the teacher training has been so amazing. Actually, I've heard that from every single student, how this year for them and this process was life-changing in an amazing way and how great 2020 was for them. So it's... You hear so many people say how terrible theirs was and then you start talking to some people and they're like, this was the best year ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, things were bad. Yeah. But this was a great year for me. Exactly, exactly. So it's uh, it's almost one way or the other. You know, you either hated the year or you loved the year. And uh, and that's what's going to be this talk. Exactly. Is because, and that's why I think a lot of our, our teachers yes. enjoyed this year, mm-hmm. uh, was we taught them an Ayurvedic lifestyle. Yeah. And I'm not saying we taught them, but we did. But we also we lived. We gave them the information. For what an Ayurvedic lifestyle is, by and also we showed them because that's what we live. Exactly, exactly. And Ayurveda is about thriving. And yes. I know we talked about this in the past in other podcasts. Yoga, the concept of actual yoga lifestyle is to live in. I don't even know what in denial and, of this life. Yes, right. In and, denial. and to die. Exactly. exactly. But an Ayurvedic lifestyle yeah. is to thrive, to yes. do the best you can, to become the best you can actually be. Yes. So, so that's what I want to talk a little bit about. On you know some of the things that I actually seen this year, and because of my past, because of your past, we were able to bring this into a great year. And I want to start off with the the concept of Ayurvedic prepping. Yes. And where a lot of people thought I was freaking nuts. Uh-huh. What yeah. prepping is yeah. bad. Yeah. You know, it's all this stuff. But yeah. in reality, prepping is about being prepared for whatever's thrown at you mm-hmm. so you're not a victim and you don't have to be helped by the by the city yes. or the town. So when things went bad and we got locked up, yeah. we didn't have to go rush and get toilet paper. Yes. We weren't taking toilet paper from anyone else because we had already built up a good enough supply of everything we needed. Exactly. So being, and that's what Ayurveda talks about, yeah. is not only about food, but their lifestyle is about being ready for whatever's thrown at you. Yes, being ready so you can adapt. You can't adapt if you are not ready. And to put it in a different perspective is people talk about luck, right? The person being at the right time, the right place. It's not luck, it's preparation. And preparation allows you to get that luck. Exactly, exactly. So it's a preparation allows you to make everything into an opportunity. Preparation allows you to be able to act and not react. So do you, I would I would say that basically if you're prepared yeah when that happens it's considered good luck. Exactly. But if you're not prepared and it happens, it's considered bad luck exactly. because you didn't get it. Exactly. Oh, look at me. I got this great offer, but I'm not ready for it. So that's bad yes. luck. Yes. Yeah. So so if you're, the preparation is what creates luck into being good exactly. or luck into being bad. Exactly. So that that's all it is. It's being able to understand yourself and your environment and life 
so it, so nothing is actually gonna take you under and even if it takes you under momentarily you can feel sorry for yourself for a couple of hours you can have an evening of hangover or whatever hopefully whether, it's not in the, the evening the hangover is in the morning you know an evening that causes a hangover and then that's it yep. and then yeah. you pick yourself up and you quit whining you quit bitching and you take action it's all about action because if you don't have action all you're doing is just complaining exactly exactly and uh, you can think that that's action. You can say, oh, I need to get it out of my system. Yeah, for how long? Mm-hmm. How much time are you going to waste in this situation? So I have a question. I Is, have an answer. Does Ayurveda talk about who you hang out with? Oh, totally. Totally. I actually remember, I actually remember uh, uh, Dr. Lead saying, uh, be careful who you surround yourself with. Because Ayurveda, Ayurveda talks about the environment, right? Mm-hmm. The environment is not just the weather. The environment is not just uh, the dirt, uh, the animals, uh, the climate, whatever. The environment is everything that surrounds you, the outside environment, right? And actually, uh, Dr. Lad, Vasyant Lad, to be correct. Exact. Exact. Vasyant Lad used to say, everything and everyone who you come in contact with, not physical contact, uh, Mm -hmm. communication, you are in a relationship with, and be very careful about what that relationship is. Everything and everyone we are in a relationship with. So if last year was shitty for you, Mm -hmm. you're not in contact with the right relationship with the people in Ayurveda. So in order to thrive for 2021, You need to shift some of your relationships. Exactly. So if last year was bleh, or I hated, or you spent your entire year bitching about all Mm -hmm. this stuff that's going on, Mm -hmm. are you doing an Ayurvedic lifestyle? Uh, Most likely not. Let's talk more when we come back. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. So we're back. And we talked a little bit about a little prepping because prepping, if you're ready, nothing throws you off. Yeah. You can continue. Yes. I remember uh, a 10X guy saying that. Grant Cardone. Yep. Saying that if power goes out at your house, you can't blame the electric company for you not finishing your work Mm -hmm. because it's your fault for not having a backup generator. So you can't throw blame at other people. And if you don't have a backup generator, know that what to do to 
you know, still continue on without the backup generator because somebody might be fine in the dark. Yep. Right? I, I, and that's something that you need to be prepared exactly. for. Exactly. So if you want to thrive, mm -hmm. you have to look at yeah. different situations and say, am I ready for that situation? Exactly. Can I deal with something if that's thrown at me? Yeah. Now, with that said, with all these things that are happening, if you're not prepared for mm -hmm. other things to happen, are you actually living an Ayurvedic lifestyle? Uh, you are not. You are not li living an Ayurvedic lifestyle because, back to, an Ayurvedic lifestyle is about uh, us and our environment, right? And our relationship with every part of our environment. So, an Ayurvedic lifestyle says no every single relationship that you are in. Know that relationship and pay attention and study it and collect information. That's why Ayurveda gives you the 20 qualities, right? And Ayurveda gives you the six tastes when you talk about food in particular. Ayurveda gives you the law of similars and the law of opposites. So Ayurveda gives is a system of systems so that you can actually be able at any point collect the right the information you need and analyze it. So if you if too many things take you by surprise and cripple you, you know, there are, I'm not saying that things shouldn't surprise you. Everything surprises me all the time. Uh -huh. Right. Uh, but but if things take you by surprise and cripple you and throw you off balance on a, like more often than not, say more than 20% of the time, then there is something seriously wrong with your behavior. So, and that's going into Ayurveda for the mind. Exactly, exactly. And Ayurveda for the mind is so important because if you have the right mindset, yes. You can do anything. Yes. And everybody's talks about in the past, you know, that, uh, you know, to be a entrepreneur, to do all these things. Mm -hmm. But there, you have to have a strong mind yes. in order to be able to be an entrepreneur yes. that lasts through the issues. Exactly. That's a difference between, a, say, a, a successful entrepreneur and an a 20-something that said they're an entrepreneur. Exactly. The, the difference is who's able to last under pressure. Yep. That, that's, that's all. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. And there's people out there that are 12, 14, yep. 18, 20, 25, mm -hmm. 30 that are great entrepreneurs. Yeah. 50, 80. Yes. But they've already built the mindset first. They exactly. focus on the mindset yes. of being strong no matter what's thrown at them. Exactly. They don't play this game of I can do this and then when something's thrown at them, they run and hide or they... they exactly. Words, words are cheap. Words are a dime a dozen. Words mean nothing. It's what you actually do under pressure. It's action. It's action. It's action. It's action versus reaction. Now, would you say that's having defense versus offense? Because you need a de good defense before you can start building your offense. Well, if you have a good defense, if you have a strong defense, you don't need the offense. 
the the offense is is gonna happen. You know, people will perceive it as an offense, but actually, what you have is a strong defense because a strong a strong defense keeps you keeps you solid, gives you a strong foundation. It's a kapha, right? That's what I was gonna say. It's defense kapha. Defense is kapha. If you have a strong kapha. You never go into offense. Offense is pita out of balance. You know, offense is, is actually, it's truly being out of balance because a strong defense allows you to act, which is pita, mm-hmm. allows you to stay focused. But, you know, someone can perceive that as offense when you do things, but I would... It actually, I think offense has the has a sense of emotion. Yeah, because I know that, like when we owned the studio, yeah. uh, we had a very strong defense. Yeah, our studio exactly. was doing very well. Exactly. And we'd have teachers come in and say, "Oh, this uh, yoga studio said yeah. they're going to close you." Yeah. So. And yeah, yeah. So, and that's actually, yeah. and that's what we said. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this yoga studio yeah. is coming in. I remember yeah. uh, a Bikram studio mm-hmm. opened up, and they said that w- yeah. none of our teachers knew yeah. how to teach. Yeah. Because we weren't Bikram. And they ended up closing within a year. Then another one that was a hot studio said they were going to close us also. Evolution. Yeah, evolution. Evolution, evolution. They said we were going to be, they were going to kick our butt and make us disappear. Yeah. And they didn't even last a year. No. So, and we didn't go after them. We didn't target them. We heard what they were saying about us. Yeah. But we had such a strong defense exactly. that their offense didn't penetrate. Exactly, exactly. So someone could say, oh, you did this to them or whatever. We, we just kept doing what we were doing. <laughs> so yep. great, great defense, great strategy. Great is Ayurvedic. Thought, is Ayurvedic. Great, great strategy, great defense, great strategy allows you focus which is, yeah, it's strong kapha, gives you a solid pita, and because of a strong kapha with a solid pita, you are able to navigate. You are able to flow. You are able to adapt, and that is the best of Vada. Very nice. The best of Vada, yeah. So so now we we talked a little bit again about that. Mm -hmm. What about... Friends, acquaintances, yeah, cousins, neighbors, things like that. What is Ayurveda talking about that as far as should you be continually going back? If you were bitching all last year, mm-hmm. how do you get out of that bitching role and turn into that person that actually is succeeding for 2021? Well, you have to make a conscious decision. So Ayurveda says it's a relationship, right? It's a relationship. How is that relationship? What are the dynamics of that relationship? What information are you receiving from them? What are you absorbing? Because what, what that relationship gives you is like it's truly food, right? We say food, the food that we eat is information, but food is not just the food we eat. It's thoughts. It's emotions, it's feelings, it's all that stuff. What are you putting in your body? Is that, and if that is not good for you, why are you continuing to do that? What is, what is the point? 
What is the point of Because doing that? Because it's actually starving you from it, it knowledge. It is poisoning you. And I, I know I heard this today, actually, that once you stop learning, yes. you start dying. Exactly. So if you're with people that are not helping you to learn, yes. you're with people that are contributing to your death. Exactly. Exactly. So everything that we do, that, uh, everything that we do, affects our consciousness. That's what Ayurveda says. Everything that we do affects our consciousness. Food affects your consciousness. Thoughts, emotions, relationships affect our consciousness. The goal of Ayurveda is for us to expand our consciousness, to grow our consciousness. So if we are starving our consciousness, and even worse, if we are poisoning our consciousness, then that's going against the, what Ayurveda considers a healthy life, a healthy existence. So, what, so why are you still there? And that's what someone needs to question. The fact that someone is family, Ayurveda says, going even deeper, doesn't really mean you have to be uh, as close with them as you think you do. Ayurveda says that actually uh, it depends how far down the rabbit hole you want to go, but the fact that something is family, labeled as family, according to Ayurveda, doesn't mean anything. So, so sometimes you just need to shut the door. Exactly. <clears throat> and, and, but that, is, that, that, is, that can be very, very, very <clears throat> challenging. That can be very challenging for a lot of people. And that's where Ayurveda says, okay, this is the information we have. This is the system of systems Charaka wrote. That's what worked. It's, it's up to you. Ayurveda doesn't say you have to do anything. Ayurveda just gives information. But if you, wanna, if you want that lifestyle, that, that uh, thriving, then these are your options. Because so, Ayurveda doesn't care what, how much you make, how happy no, you are. No, it I, just gives you the information to be the best you want to be, exactly. the, the best you can be. You make the choice. Exactly. So what? Uh, also, what Ayurveda says is that whatever you do, however you live your life, you want it to be your own choice, and. One of the phrases that has helped me dramatically through my Ayurvedic exploration is to remember that the worst day of your life is the day you die and meet the person you could have been. I like Yep. So we'll and be right back to talk more about the person you should be.
And we're back. Uh, so we've talked a little bit about being prepared. Not a lot, but a little bit. But there's so much more about preparation so that you can thrive no matter what's thrown at you. We've talked a little bit about who you're around because that's very important. Uh, you can be around people that raise you up or you can be around people that bring you down. And now I want to just talk a little bit about food. Eat healthy. Uh, that's basically, you all know what we think about food. You think they know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how important good food is and how bad bad food is. So if you're eating good meat, good fish, good fat, good protein, and you're following the Ayurvedic path, which is meat soup. Meat soup. You're actually really feeding your brain. Yeah. You're feeding your spirit. Yes. You're feeding your soul. So, and you're feeding your body. Yeah. So you're getting all of those things going great by eating, as Charika says, so many times, eat meat soup. Yep. But he hardly ever says... Eat vegetables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you're following Cherica, the writer of Ayurveda, eat meat soup. So I'm done with food. Now I want to talk a little bit about having a daily routine. Yes. Because having a daily routine routine, ugh, routine is very important. Yeah, a daily routine gives you gives you that stability, gives you that security, gives you that good kapha. We talked about the defense, right? We talked about when you have a solid defense, you don't need offense. So you have to start from somewhere, right? You how are you going to be prepared to adapt? You have to start from somewhere. So how do you address chaos? Yeah. With order, right? Order. The yep. opposite. Yep. You address chaos with order. You address... Wow, that sounds like an Ayurvedic term. <laughs> you address complicated with simple. You, you address, you know, confusion with clarity. So a daily routine. And that's... And the most important part of a daily routine is, is it serving you and your community? Is it expanding your consciousness? Is it making you and your community better? Are you creating? Is it your own choice? I'm not saying do you like doing it. Yep. By because, no means. Because actually... If you enjoy everything, you're not actually creating. You're not creating. You're yeah. actually... You're, you're you too, are too comfortable. Yep. And comfortable actually destroys creativity. Oh, absolutely. Comfort is destroying everything. So establish a daily routine starting, starting your day with something that is uncomfortable that is challenging you. And then from there on, if you are a person who, who just hangs out, uh, wasting time or whatever, has, has trouble having a schedule, go hour by hour what you are expected to do. Have dedicated chunks of time. 
Because uh, I just want to go into a little bit. Is it the thymus that deals with uh, controlling temperature? The hypothalamus. Okay. The hypothalamus. So your hypothalamus has to do with uh, hunger, thirst, uh, temperature regulation, and exploration. So if you deal with the hunger, the thirst, the temperature regulation, and and, and, and you screw with that, yes, so that your your body and brain has to deal with you screwing with it. Yes. Cold, heat, yes, warm, sweaty, all of those different things. Food, no food. Yes. Water, no water. Then that allows you to do... The exploration. The voluntary exploration. The, and that's where the miracle happens. Because then there is no drama then there is no crisis, then there is, ooh, that's interesting. Hmm. Then you develop the genuine curiosity. So you have to first stress out your body. Exactly. And I'm not saying stress out your body by going into 500 degrees below zero. Uh, it's, just minim it's just a little bit of stress. Yes. And then that allows your brain to do so much more exploration. Exactly. It exactly. makes you go, wow, I yep. wonder why. Exactly. Exactly. Then you are open to anything and everything, and then adaptation becomes so much simpler and so powerful because who knows where that's going to lead you. But if you cannot, if you have to satisfy your hunger, your cravings, your thirst, you are cold, you adjust the temperature, you are hot, you adjust the temperature. If you have to baby yourself all the time, then you are so limited. You're missing out. You are missing, missing out. out in life. Hmm. You are missing out in the universe. So one of the best things to do is go camping. Yeah, go <coughs> go environmental conditioning. Mm -hmm. Environmental conditioning. And I know we had uh, our our number one <laughs> podcast was on environmental conditioning. Exactly. And it, people listen to it daily. Yes. It's, it's 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 unbelievable that it's it's listened to every day by someone. Exactly. But it, and we talk about camping there, yeah. even if camping's oh. in your backyard first. Yeah. yeah. So getting outside, getting away from something that's comfortable, yeah. is now going to create that experience of exploration. Exactly the voluntary exploration. Exactly because because if if your if your daily life revolves around making yourself comfortable satisfying every aspect of your uh, uh, little hypothalamus, then you can't do anything else. You're not open to anything else. It You're only open to arguing. Exactly. Exactly. Turn then, the heat down. Uh, Turn the air up. Exactly. Give me water. Everything Feed me. is a threat. I need food. Every, yes, everything and everything is a threat. And someone saying good morning. Uh, well, what do you mean by good morning? Exactly. Exactly. So... It's a. Uh, I'm having a shitty day. Why are you saying good morning? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
And uh, what we talked about on, in that episode was uh, the environmental conditioning training in a controlled environment. So that you That's can go... Exactly. So then the surprise of whatever that is won't throw you off. Because if you've done all of this in a con relatively controlled environment, then it becomes a second nature. Very nice. So let's say night-night and go sleep under the stars. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.